Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. We would like to acknowledge the Turrbal and Yagara peoples as the traditional owners of these lands where we now stand, recognizing that these have always been places of meeting and sharing. We'd also like to pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Well, hello, party people. Um, the first voice that you hear is not Talia's. That's because she is uh, she's very busy filing taxes. So you're stuck with me, your dulcet tones. Megan, welcome to your general queries. <laughs> I don't do the intros. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, I am joined today by our new dulcet tones, Nita. Hello. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> I was trying to like rhyme it with something, and now I've now I've thought of it. Now I'm like Nita Skeeter. Heard that one before? Yeah, it's not very good. It's not my best. Um, what's going on? Um, not much. Just uh, here helping out, uh, chipping in, avoiding university work. Uh, don't tell my parents that. Um, <laughs> it'll so. come out after the semester's over. It's totally fine. Oh yes, that's fine then. It's, it's great. fine. It's fine. Uni's great. <laughs> we are joined today by another, a third person. Um, this is Beck. Hello. Another Beck. <laughs> not not Beck from a couple of episodes ago. Not my girlfriend Beck. A different Beck. Beck with a K. Back from the Arrow Ace panel. Ooh. Welcome back. Thank you. She back. I'd be back. She back. She back. She back. <laughs> um, how are you? I'm good. Good. I'm good. Are you tired? I am very tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week. It's like, it's, I'm not on show or anything. I'm totally oh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> we totally don't open in two weeks. It's fine. Everything is so fine. You will have like opened and the season will probably be over by the time this is out. Probably. I mean, we can still plug it. It's probably fine. Oh. Was I saying this week? Yes. This Thursday. Oh, this Thursday is when this episode comes out? Damn. We are not as ahead as I thought we were. We'll Please plug do it. Tell my parents. We'll plug it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, mom and dad, don't listen to this episode just yet. It's like a surprise. <laughs> it's like a special surprise. You don't need to know how I'm doing on my you uni work. Everything is fine. Everything's so fine. I'm ahead. Please <laughs> get degrees. Yeet. Um, <laughs> I did just stab. Um, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Why, mm, Why are we all here? That's a that's a big question. Why am I here? Um, <laughs> Why are you here in this room? Um, well, I'm here to talk to your lovely faces. <laughs> About <laughs> being a garden variety queer. Yes. Um, you can buy that sticker on <gasps> Team Republic. Um, Not yet, you can't. I'm pretty sure you can. Oh, well, you will be able to. <laughs> We're all very disorganized. It's mid-sem. Like, we're all just all over the place. 
Tell me about why we've summoned you. Oh, <laughs> well, I am here to just discuss what it's like being queer and religious. Um, and also being, well, my experiences of being a sex-repulsed asexual in a very over-sexualized society. Love it. Read it, beat it, said it. Um, I wasn't actually here for the Ace Aero panel. I probably should have been because often I am the only allosexual in the room when we do this podcast. Um, but tell me about like what, just a bit of a recap um, about what being a sex-repulsed asexual is. Uh, well, this is all speaking just from, you know, my own personal experiences with it. Um, ooh. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think how to word it properly. Um, so, like, for me, just, like, the idea of sex is gross. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sex is gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I see sex scenes come up on TV and I just sort of, you know, look away, close my eyes going, let me know when it's over. Yeah. Um, Add the awkward factor of watching scenes like that with your parents in the room. You know, all good fun. Yeah. My parents and I watch Game of Thrones together. So y'all are going to have to take a back seat on that one. Uh, (laughs) We we watched a few episodes of Game of Thrones of the first season and I nearly died. When those scenes came up, I I'm know. just I was just like It's super sexy. Yeah. It yeah. is a it, it is a bit of a sexy time. Yeah. So I was just like, I'm not feeling that, you yeah. know. It just makes me uncomfortable, really. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. I sort of just get the whole <laughs> sort of feeling. So it's like yeah. I'm I'm like I'm really fascinated by it because I like it's not in my experience. So I'm really fascinated with like how it works. So like is the experience like you know, like, is it scary? Is it just super uncomfortable? Do you just not want to have anything to do with it? Like, how does it, how does it manifest itself? I guess if you're comfortable, like, saying that, um, it it's just it just makes me like really uncomfortable. Yeah, I think like it's not scary. I don't think. Um, yeah, I just get really uncomfortable and I feel like dirty and yeah, um, yeah, I just all levels of discomfort that yeah. you can feel pretty much wild yeah mm. yeah cool and what's that like being like we're, we're gonna talk about this anyway like this is what you want to talk about but like what like how does it feel being surrounded by sex all the time uh it is exhausting um like i was at a party the other day and you know it was around a group of people who know that i'm a sex repulsed but the entire night was still very low-key sexualized. Yeah. Um, just like all the jokes and stuff like that. You know, I, I have a point where I'm okay with stuff. Yeah. Um, like with sex jokes and all that. Um, but when it's just like constant, you just get really yeah. exhausted. Because I'm just like, I cannot relate. I don't find it amusing. Yeah. Um, and I'm just like, is there literally nothing else you want to talk about? Like, yeah. do you find nothing else interesting? I, in a word, no. <laughs> I, I, I actually really get that, but I come at it from an aromantic standpoint in a romance-focused world. So I totally get that from uh, media saturation because everything is about romance and sex. And it's like, please stop. Yeah. Can we just have a break? Uh, can we just go back to, you know, just adventure stories? Yeah, like all the sex and movies and TV shows and... Um it's not entirely necessary and it just feels uh, 
I don't want to say pandering, but it feels to me a little bit like pandering to the sex-obsessed and romance-obsessed world because that's the way we live. Mm. That's how it goes. And this, that's kind of... Uh, am I? Are, are we connecting on a on yeah. a wavelength of some sort? Yeah, we're connecting. Okay, yeah. cool. Like um, platonically, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Um, like the show that I'm working on, plugging it right now. Oh um, yes, plug it. Spring, get it. Spring Awakening at UQ by Underground Productions. The play, not the musical. I should reiterate. Um, there's um, there's a there's a scene where all the boys, you know, sort of gather around and sort of. Oh, what's the best word for this? Wank, I guess, is the word yeah. that they use, and because it's it's got quite a like an infamous rape scene. Mm. So um, it, just it a shout out if you're like sex repulsed or traumatized, don't go and see it. Yeah. It might trigger you. It is a very heavy play. Well, leave in the scene. So if your mental health isn't great, probably don't go see it. Don't go see just it. Just saying, look yeah. after yourselves, fam. Um, but like, there's a scene where you know all the boys are gathered around jerking off. And everyone in the room found it funny at rehearsal the other day. And I'm literally sitting there looking away going, let me know when this is finished. Because I don't find that sort of stuff funny. I was just like, okay, moving on. Like, I mean, I'm going to have to see it every time we do the show. Yeah. Um, Because you're the stage manager. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I sort of have to sit there and wait for it to finish. Praise the stage manager. You keep all the actors in line. Um. So, well, how do people react when you tell them that you're sex repulsed? Um, <laughs> just the face you made, honestly, just then <laughs> said it all. So yeah. It was just this exasperated, like exhausted face. Exasperated. Exasperated, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I've gotten many reactions. Um, I've had someone say to me, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> I'm like it's it's really not a shame. Oh my god! You know, and, and the whole oh you're missing out. I'm like I'm really not. I'm really not. Um, yeah, no people just missing out on all the STDs. More like <laughs> like um, yeah, I just get a lot of people saying those sort of things. Saying oh you know you should give it a go and. You know, I had some creepy chick try to say, "Oh, I, I, we, we could take it slow, and I can oh, make it feel real good." Sweet no. Wait, Lord, it was, don't was, do that. Hi, that's predatory. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Block, welcome um, to my TED talk." <laughs> <laughs> um, See, so yeah, I get a lot of like weird, creepy, mm, you mm. know, predatory sort of responses. It's almost like a challenge, I guess. Mm. Like, I mean, that's just part of being a woman. Also, it's like you know. When you say no, it means try harder. Um, but yeah, like it's almost like a oh well, like you say that, but you know I'm sure that I'm I don't know sexy enough to like change your mind, and it's like mm, probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so it's just all those sort of responses, and it's like really exhausting. And yeah, like, please uh, stop. <laughs> I tend not to get much experience with creeps of any kind, which is really nice. And it's also probably because I'm six foot and I've done karate since I was thirteen, and I have <laughs> yeah, bright blue very hair. Very tall. So, um, Everybody you know, need is very tall. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I'm probably just scary, uh, <laughs> and I'm fine with that. But you know, uh, uh, everyone around me seems to get the creeps, and I'm just kind of like, I feel so bad for all of you. Yeah. I would take them if I could, because I am not afraid or and I will tell someone to fuck off because I am Irish and that's what we do <laughs> not to mention I'm Dublin Irish and uh, probably one of the most feck off 
<laughs> um, it's back off if you want to be funny. It's fuck off if you want to um, uh, get angry. Yeah, I knew this guy who was Irish and like whenever he swore, like it sounded really aggressive. And he was like, yeah, like I've had friends tell me not to swear in public because it makes me sound like I'm about to like throw down. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, <laughs> would relate. Um, to be fair, with some parts of Dublin where I'm from, you literally always have to be ready to throw down at any moment. Um, it's, it's quite fun, actually. Yeah. Although, definitely, <laughs> most Irish are, you know, pretty chill, but, like, we do know how to throw down. But, yes, I, uh, I totally get what you're coming from, from the creeps, because, yeah, I have had friends who seem to just attract them like a beacon. Yeah. Like yeah. creepy moths to an unwilling <laughs> Creepy <flame>. moths. <laughs> yeah. That's, we need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> a sticker you can wear that on a t-shirt. <laughs> um, what, like, Back to you. <laughs> what, like, what would you, like, want the allosexuals, me representing all the allosexuals, um, what would you, like, want us to know about being sex repulsed specifically oh that's it that's i thought it was quite a good question not gonna lie it's a good question because you know i have dealt with many allosexuals um garbage people yeah yes (laughs) pretty much um i guess just if someone tells you that they're sex repulsed you just should respect that um like, don't try and force conversation topic on them. If they say they're uncomfortable with something, think, oh, okay, let's talk about something else. Yeah. You know, just simple respect. Because I've been in multiple situations um, this year alone where allosexuals have um, disrespected and disregarded me saying, no, I'm uncomfortable with this conversation. And, um, you know, a lot of them are, are like, oh, but I'm not out at home and – Using those sort of excuses. Oh, as that's not an excuse. Yeah. Super not an excuse. Yeah, and this guy was like trying to ask some other guy for um, – he was like, oh, tell us about all the kinky things you've done. I was like – Ah. I was like, can you not? Cause that's l- also like not an okay question to just suddenly ask people and you don't say it that way. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and I was sitting there because he kept saying oh, – Super impolite even for allosexuals. Because <laughs> like. he was sitting there going, oh, we all want to know all the details and I'm sitting there literally shaking my head going, no, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. you know, mm. just be respectful. Google is free. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like be respectful and don't be a trash human basically. Yeah. First of all, it's not a challenge. Second of all – there's likely no kink there. And third of all, seriously, don't try guilt trip someone, okay? Yeah. Don't mm. use – never use your sexuality to guilt trip someone because it's not being cute. It's just being an asshole. You know what that is? It's emotional abuse. <laughs> yeah. um, Let's just call it for what it is. Yeah, like saying that they're not out at home and that using the, and being in the queer space is the only way – only place they can talk about, you know, yeah. sex and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm not out at home either, but – it doesn't mean I need to talk about that sort of stuff. Yeah, like, and that's quite manipulative. Like, yeah. There's other places you can go. There's other queer spaces that yeah. that are open about sex. Like Pornhub is free. <laughs> Looks super free. I'm pretty sure you can get premium for free or something. I saw an ad on Facebook. I don't know. I don't know why. I think it was BuzzFeed. <laughs> I think it was BuzzFeed. It's like, oh, look at this. You can get such and such for free. And I'm like, that's cool uh i'm at work and i don't really want to see that right now but anyway moving why on. were you on facebook 
I was on my break. Chill out. (laughs) Knock. Oh, my God. Such a serious face, too. It's gone. Religion. Yes. God Um, bless. God bless. Um, We were talking about being a queer and being religious. So, like, so are you (laughs) – this is going to sound real bad, but are you just asexual <laughs> or do you identify like in a variety of ways? Um, like, Yeah, I've got, you know, the list TM oh, sort of going. Oh, the list um, TM. Well, I say the list, but really it's like um, demi-romantic, asexual. What? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, We're always learning. We're all here to learn yeah. what I, – I know what demi is. It's – you can only hang on, hang on, hang on. Just correct me if I'm wrong. You can only be attracted to somebody, and in your case, romantically, if you feel like you have a deep emotional connection to them. Is that right? Yeah, that's my understanding of it. Yeah. Because um, I used to identify just as homo romantic, but yeah. then after the Ace Arrow panel, I got thinking. Oh, actually. <laughs> um, um, so after my own panel, I got Love thinking. It. Identity is ever changing. So I've recently felt more comfortable with demi romantic. Nice. Um, and like the whole idea of relationships for me lately, I'm just like, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, identity I is think ever, everybody ever changing, is and ever you changing? shouldn't have to uh, just lock yourself in at one specific point yeah. in time because it can change. Although, exactly. if the label feels like it fits at the time, go for it. Get it. I was yeah. actually talking about this with Beck, like my Beck, and I was like, "Am I a lesbian because we're dating?" And I seem to only be into girls at the moment. And she's like, "Do you identify as a lesbian?" I'm like, "Not really." And she's like, "Then you're not." like well (laughs) interesting so had that little tidbit of information that i ruthlessly stole from my girlfriend um yeah so how how does that fit into being religious because like are you religious like is that yeah um i'm i'm a um catholic christian catholic hail mary full of grace um <laughs> that's the only catholic thing i know like i was raised to pentecostal so <laughs> you cannot get further from that um yeah like i was sort of raised catholic not too much because my dad and we won't delve into that today <laughs> um but like i was christened and um in primary school i did religion um because it was optional um and so it sort of just stuck with me and i always found it as something um that I, I don't want to say liked, but it was just something that I felt comfortable with having mm, yeah. that in my life, I guess. So, so do you practice? Um, not heavily. Like, um, like I'll pray every now and then if I feel like I need it. I've been to church all of once. Um, mass is super long, dude. Yeah, I haven't done mass. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to a queer-friendly church, MCC. Um, oh, where's that? I think it's somewhere around here, actually, in the valley. Oh, <laughs> not totally right. sure. Yeah. Um, they do they do services on Sunday nights. So yeah, um, like um, we do Christmas and Easter and all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm not a he- I'm not a heavy like I don't heavily practice it, but it is just a big part of my life mm. um, and something that's important to me. So what do you find comforting about it? Um, I would be a really good therapist. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I guess just having, um, I guess, 
for, probably for want of a better word, that belief system, um, you know, just having that knowledge um, that there is someone up there and that essentially, you know, there is a plan for all of us. And so, you know, when times in my life get really hard and I'm really down, I can think, no, there's a plan. At some point it's going to get better and I'm going to get to where I need to be. I just got to get through this part first. And like, how do you reconcile like being a queer and being a Catholic? Because obviously it's quite Mm, not queer friendly. <laughs> well, it depends on the Catholic where you were. Um, definitely, personally, uh, coming from big Irish Catholic family and, you know, Ireland and their Catholics. Uh, Civil so, unrest. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we don't need to get into the troubles at the moment. We can save that one for another time. Um, but, yeah, no, it's uh, quite interesting uh, the way... Uh, Catholicism and queerness works because I feel like a lot of people both ways tend to cherry pick the different bits that they want to personally believe in and that's how they work their faith and it works out nicely in some cases and not so nicely in others like uh, shout out to my extremely religious gran who literally goes to mass every Sunday and is super involved with the church and who is um, and who once on the phone uh when my mother was talking to her, my mother mentioned some words that my gran didn't know and uh, just got on the other island. Oh, is that another queer thing? Are we allowed to use that term now? <sighs> In the very, <laughs> because she was saying that, uh, oh, oh I God. had a lot of, I have a lot of gay friends, but uh, we didn't use the word queer. Is that an acceptable word Does to use Does your gran now? listen? To this podcast? I have no idea. Honestly, if she has to listen to any episode, can she listen to just that bit? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Gran. Like, I was actually talking to my mom and like, you know, like obviously she's of a slightly different generation. She's like, I really hate the word queer because it was a big old slur hmm. and she has like close friends that are gay. And I was like, well. <laughs> same thing like Look, it's uh, fair like thing. it's super fair like, like uh, uh people who um have grown up with queer being a slur and who are accepting might not want it to be uh the word and like that's what she was basically wondering because uh oh i i have gay friends but uh we didn't uh we didn't use the uh the word queer is that yeah. a, is that a word we can use now because um uh, she married a sailor, so <laughs> yeet <laughs> yeah so All right. Gran um, seems like quite an eclectic lady. She is. She was probably a lot more. Uh, she she's a uh, basically the way I see it. Um, elderly people tend to go one of two ways, um, especially if they are religious. They tend to go either hella conservative and and clamp down on all those beliefs, or they just tend to reach the point where they're just like everything's cool. We don't care. Yeah. yeah so so the liberal and the labor voters basically. Mm. Uh, don't want to bring politics on into this. <laughs> don't want to bring politics into this. Um, uh, also, I'm not sure if we should actually mention my grand in case she does listen to this. Um, no, nah, she sounds cool. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> um, so I do understand it from that uh, Catholic standpoint, the way that a lot of um, Catholics and religious people are able to just uh, look at the parts of the Bible and the uh, the other, what's the word? Um scriptures pieces of scripture pieces of faith um that are accepting of all things and able to read that and uh 
I, I can see how like maybe you would work it that way, uh, taking the bits that uh, you feel that you prefer, perhaps. Is that it? Yeah. Like, um, Not to step on your toes or anything, just um, sorry. No, that's okay. Um, like I do struggle with it a fair bit um, with the whole how can I be both. Um, but like I'll just take things like, you know, just love thy neighbour and, you know, all those little bits and pieces that are just about love and um, – <coughs> Um, I can't remember where it was, but I remember reading somewhere about, you know, how, um, well, you might not know. (laughs) That's the thing. Um, Look, I'll probably know. I went to a Christian school for 11 years. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, Oh, what was it? Something in the, in the Bible about, um, how it says, you know, man shall not lie with man or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, That's somewhere in like Leviticus or something like the books of the law, like right at the start. Yeah. I I can't remember where it was, but I read somewhere how that was actually meant to be taken. Like a man shall not lie with a boy. Yeah. It was 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 about translated from the Hebrew into Greek and then into something else. Yeah. So it was just interesting that something like that, you know, they take something about pedophilia and turn it into. About the gays. um, I know that's always just stuck with me or something. Um, that I remember, but like, yeah, I'll take bits and pieces like about love and all that just mm. to try to help myself, help me accept myself yeah. um, in being both queer and religious. And what I find super interesting is because like, because obviously like I've done a lot of Bible study and stuff. Like I went to youth when I was a kid and like, um, you know, Christian schools and stuff. So like, not a little bit. Um, what I find really interesting about the difference between the Old Testament and the New Testament is that the Old Testament is pretty focused on um, family lines and creating a legacy and creating a, like making um, making that group bigger. Um, so it kind of makes sense that it would be like, oh no, like you know, homo- like homosexuals bad um, because you can't reproduce, so you can't make the group of people bigger. Um, but now, like, we're overpopulated, so it's actually in your benefit to have the gays <laughs> um, uh, because, you know, like, you can't reproduce. So um, it's really interesting, like, seeing the difference between the two testaments and also, like, I've always maintained, like, I have this really strong belief in that you start out with the Ten Commandments, like, that was the first covenant, that's why we have circumcision, that's why, um, you know, that's that's where that whole, you know, the tablets and Moses and that stuff, that's where that came from, that's where that covenant is from, that's where that contract is. And then when Jesus died on the cross, if that's what you believe, um, a new covenant was created. So that was like the ultimate sacrifice, the lamb, all of that like nice imagery. Um, and now we only have two commandments, love God and love your neighbour. So like I just think like if you're going to continue to operate in the old covenant, then you don't believe that Jesus died for your sins. Like I don't know. That's what I've always been like really thingy about. Like I'm always like really like intense. I'm like, no, we have a new agreement. <laughs> we signed a new contract. I don't know. I don't know if that like helps or if that's particularly important, but like I just I've always seen that as a as a thing. Yeah. I know more about um uh religions uh past Christianity like basically every mythology ever than I know about Christianity because I didn't go to a Christian school and I'm also living and spent most of my life on the other side of the world from my Catholic family and so I basically know almost nothing about the Bible except all the little bits I see explained on the internet like uh isn't there one about um Jesus saying that uh uh 
if you lust after a woman, poke out your eyes so you do not feel lust anymore. Is there is that one of the things? Um, yeah, Zane's nodding. Zane <laughs> is woke to the biblical <laughs> tomes. Listen, I know more about the Greek gods, and they were hella cool with queer. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, just going around getting it on with everyone <laughs> like it was so messy it was like a, it was like a small town like <laughs> everybody's like everywhere with everyone that's like you Greek cheated God's on is like me home and away yeah <laughs> away it really home. is that's what i was going for that's what but I, yeah. more magic and murder yeah more magic and murder away in a home <laughs> <laughs> away in a home yeah i, I think um like most <laughs> I'm making jazz hands back at Beck because it's her turn to speak and I do not want to intrude <laughs> on the conversation. Um like I think majority of people have like a basic understanding, like if they're not religious, um and if they didn't go to like Catholic school and all that, they have like the most basic understanding of Christmas, Easter and all that sort of stuff. Um except for that one poor soul that Kate Fester was telling me about yesterday how someone had said to her at, at Easter saying, I hope Jesus brings you all the chocolate or <laughs> something like that. Oh, sweet Lord. So it's like, that's not how Easter works. Oh um, but like, oh. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you want to get into the potential historical mythical origins of Christmas and Easter and like what religions pre-Christianity they came from, I'm, Easter's I'm your a person. fertility festival. Um, that's why we have rabbits. <laughs> I, I, I'm, your, I'm your gal, but like, Christianized, go for it. Mm. Um, have the chocolate. Have the yes, have the chocolate. Um, <laughs> um, uh, and so, I th- most pretty much all the queers that I know are not religious, um, and so it makes for very in like you know they'll always be sharing photos and memes and stuff like that, and every now and then you'll get one that's a religious one, and I'm just sitting there going. Mm. I want like some of them are funny and some of them are oh, yeah I'm cool with that and then sometimes I'm just like mm. not loving it yeah not feeling it like not here for that someone not sh- McFeeling it yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> someone shared something on I think it was like Easter Sunday Easter Sunday um, you know being like a long weekend Gee, thanks Judas I'm like mm, I'm not feeling that one because Judas was a bit of a dick um, no shit also just doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, like that's that not was even accurate. That's yeah. what I'm annoyed yeah. about. They're like, like three day weekend. Thanks, Judas. I'm like, well, first of all, technically it's four days. Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, I we need some ice for that burn. <laughs> and then you know, Judas was a bit of a dick for what he did to Jesus. Judas was a super dick. Um, so, um, snitches get stitches. Yes. <laughs> or in Judas's case, hanged and eaten by crows. Hmm. <laughs> Yeet. Fun, <laughs> fun time so like you know i didn't know that part um, yeah he hung himself and his body was eaten by crows mm. now see i didn't know about the hanging himself because that's been worked into one of this fantasy series that i read where like the knot um is like being used by this one guy as like a tie and it makes him invulnerable to everything except the noose but like you know that's just urban fantasy co-opting <laughs> every religion ever and making cool artifacts out of it but you know moving on why not spicy? So like it's very fun. Um as a queer person Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. For the um, fantasy plug. As as a queer person you can get attacked from the Christians. Um and like the plebiscite. 
when that, when that was happening. <laughs> good fun times when mm. all that bullshit was happening. There were a Maybe. lot of mood. Um, preachers, you know, I would walk past so many preachers going, you know, the gays are going to hell, vote no and all that shit. Um, yeah, but there you, is a special place in hell for me. It's called the throne. <laughs> yes. Skirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also as a Christian person you can get attacked by queers as well yeah. because a lot of queers are resentful towards Christians, which I can understand. It is fair. Um, but It's called hundreds of years of oppression. Yeah. So <laughs> being someone in the middle and being attacked from both sides is a bit of a shock to yeah. the system really. And you're like, whoa, I just want to exist yeah. and be here as me. It's exhausting. Yeah. So – like I try, I try not to get into any fights with queer friends over religious stuff because I'm like, it's not worth losing friends over mm. it, really. Um, when I'm pretty much the only religious person, like I've got um, friends who are spiritual, but it's not exactly not the same. The same. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I have any close friends who are religious and queer. I do know a few new people now, yeah. mostly who I met through underground productions. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Everybody everybody meets people through underground production. Yeah. Case in point. Yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend, the treasurer. Um, <laughs> um, we are going to have to wrap up because you've got to go to a production meeting yes. for the said show. When is the show, So Beck? We, we, we open on May. <laughs> Checking the calendar. Yes. Let me check. Stalling. Well, Beck checks the calendar. (laughs) We open on May the 15th. Yeah. So that is... Gay the 15th. Yes. So that is like two weeks and a day. No, two weeks. You still have plenty of time. You still have plenty of time. Two weeks and a couple of days from now. And we run until the 18th. Yes. So if you feel like coming and seeing a really depressing show... Um, but that is very well acted and very well stage Very managed. well stage managed, exactly. Um, Beautiful actors. So I am just going to do the content warning in case you do come and see it. It does ha- um, have rape, child abuse, abortion, suicide, um, you know, all that fun stuff. It's a bit of a hotbed. Yeah. It's it's not the musical. It's the play of Spring Awakening. Um, do come and support it, though, if you can, because, you know, student theatre – Come and support us. Tickets are always real cheap, especially if you're an underground member or a student. Um, keep an, yeah, keep an eye out on Facebook. If you do know any of the cast or crew, um, Get it. we can uh, give you discount codes. I don't know if mine's active discount or not. Discount codes. Love it. I might have one, actually. It should be Fetch. Fetch. So Stop trying to make Fetch happen. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's been activated yet. If it hasn't. I apologise, but that just keep trying. Yeah, so um, <laughs> so that's just a sneaky discount code if you want to come and see the show. Sneaky, um, yeah. yeah. So that's at the Chanel Theatre in May. Woo! Get it. Eighteenth. Go see it. Make sure you look after yourself though. When if you do decide to go and see it, make sure you go and have a support network with you if you struggle with those things. Yes, most definitely. See um, if you can find out when all the like bits are going on so you can know like just when yeah. to go have a drink break. Hop up the back yeah. if you want. Yeah. Like I uh, it's not really a spoiler but like suicide scene we do have at the end of act 2 which is actually intermission because it's a three act play. So Good lord, that's a that's a big boy. Yeah, so the first <laughs> the first act will be very long and we end on the suicide scene so Inside. that's a good time to have a break, I guess. Yeah. Um, Sick. 
Leave early for the intermission. Yeah. Yes. Wines, yeah. You're not feeling well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So if you do come see it, just look after yourself because it is quite heavy. Um, but it's a thick boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. But, 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 but uh, sorry. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> words do not compute. Um, but do come and support student theatre. The cast and crew are working tireless. Tireless. Tirelessly. That's the word. Get it. (laughs) Um, Now, we ask everybody this question, as you know. If you could give a younger you or a young queer human um, some advice, what would you give them? What would you say? Um, You should be ready. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't be afraid to experiment with your identity, I guess. Like, be open to the possibilities. Um, Yes, it could be scary, but embrace that. And dive into it because once you work out or get a better sense of who you are, you just feel so much better about yourself and where you're going in life. So, yeah. Oh, super wholesome. I dig it. Be who you are, not who you're supposed to be. Yes. I like that. Valid. Well, Tali's always so much better at the validation. But shamelessly rip that one from a movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, look after yourself. Drink water. Take your meds. Get to bed early. Don't forget your laundry. Don't forget your laundry. You're super valid. And I swear Talia will be back. Take the dog for a walk. Take the dog for a walk. Talia will be back to validate you properly. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.